Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's Waffle Box time. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? My crotch is itchy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time, man. I just thank the Lord you didn't live to see our son as a mermaid. You killed a hooker! A call girl! No, she was a, Cyril, a when they're dead, they're just hookers. This time we are sure she's a woman, right? Why do you want to listen to the TV with the stereo on? Because I like to party. Let's do this! And welcome to Waffle Box, episode 5, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing at the same time. Uh, my name is Mike Fish, and I am joined as always by the co-host with the co-most. That, that's the thing. Uh, Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, y'all? Mike Fish, we're going to make that a thing. The co-host with the co-most. I like that. That's that's a t-shirt now. It's a t-shirt. That'll be going on to wafflebox.pod.com shortly. Look out for that. How you been, though? What have you been up to this last week? Oh, it's uh, I, I just stayed at home. Again, another nice, quiet weekend. I was prepping for an interview that I had last night. That'll be out on the Microdose this Friday, early plug. But I, I mostly just stayed at home and went down the YouTube rabbit hole of paranormal videos. Um, mm. Always fun stuff, always creepy, always gets the hairs on my arm going... Ah! Um, many, many times. Uh, I, I don't know what channel I was watching. So no no plug for them. But the guy I like to lay it on thick, he's like, what do you think it is? Like, you'll see this figure running. And, I, you know, it's just what the video says. It looks like a headless runner. And then at some point, the video snaps and the, the whatever it is disappears. But, you know, whether it is a, a headless corpse or not, the, the, the host will always go like, this jogger is just trying to get ahead of himself. But laid in real thick. And you're like, oh, fuck you, man. Just... Uh, <laughs> And then other times, you know, like, look at this vapor apparition, you know, what do you think it is? And sometimes you're just like, yo, man, it's it's three in the morning in Poland during the winter. It's probably just their breath. I, I'm, I'm willing to believe it's just their breath, okay? Hey, that's what do you think it is? Well, no, that's why I'm watching. You tell me what it is. Mm, that's true. But I do love the, the YouTube rabbit hole. I found myself on that. Did I? Did I tell you before about the uh, the gender reveal gone wrong video that I watched? I don't believe so. Those are so one gender reveals parties or whatever. I think they're oh. dumb as hell. Anyway, mm-hmm. but these videos were fantastic, and there was like it was like a twenty minute video, and there was two in particular that were my favorites, and I can't okay. decide which one is my favorite. So the first one was when the guy, so you know those like confetti cannons where you like twist them and it goes poof. Yes. So obviously this one was filled with a certain color smoke or, mm. and it was going to reveal whether it was going to be a boy or a girl. So either this guy is a complete idiot or he was nervous, I don't know, but he obviously wasn't reading the instructions correctly. So as he twists it, it becomes very apparent that he's holding it the wrong way around. And so it pointed down at least. Let's just say two things were achieved. One, everyone found out they were having a boy. Two, that 
boy is probably going to be an only son because this exploded in his crotchal region. He went down like he'd been knocked out by Floyd Mayweather. It was you wish he got knocked out by Floyd Mayweather. Oh Oh my god. Yeah, was, folks, we don't we don't need to bring explosives into this, okay? Just a, a little piece of paper or that that little bullshit inside a cupcake. That's all we need, you know. Just stop being precious about it. We already had the big fire last September. Uh, yeah, I remember know, that, yeah. That that shit was wild. So um, another one. There was another one where it's the same sort of idea with the cannons, but I guess both. Uh, husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend. I didn't know if they were married or not, but they both mm-hmm. had a cannon and they were going to shoot them off at the same time. And everyone's all getting excited and they twist the cannons and then one lets out blue smoke and one lets out pink smoke. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to assume that they're not having twins because everyone at the party was like, oh, uh, <laughs> what does that mean? And so I guess they, in the end, they just had to go, oh, it, it's a boy. Oh, okay, cool. The whole They're, waste of time. They did it wrong. Yeah. I get the, I get the whole idea about the party, you know, your closest friends. It's, you, you'd be surprised. You'd never see those, those parents again after that party. So like, get, get, get some booze in the dad, talk to the mom one more time. And then that's it. You don't see, they're buried in diapers after that. But yeah, we, we don't need pyrotechnics involved in this guys. Just, Let's let's learn from past mistakes made by others, please. Send a text. Send a text. Yes. There you go. Send it's a emoji. Text. Right, you can use the the circle with the the arrow oh. up if it's a boy. Simple. Mm-hmm. Group text. Less explosives. No one's injured. Everyone would be just as excited. I promise you. You know, like I, I'm always excited when my friends tell me they have a kid. I'm like, wow. But never have we ever brought explosives into it. So explosives, especially when handled by an untrained person, never end. <sighs> and the dad's always had a couple cold ones, and now he's he's even less confident. Yeah, it's just Cause, just a bad. Cause he mix. knows that's probably the last time he's going to get drunk for a while. Nah, you new fathers find a way to get a couple beers in them throughout the day. It's. Um, just going to go to the store to pick up some diapers four yeah. hours later. <laughs> oh, that's traffic. Matt traffic. <laughs> well, knock on wood. You'll never have Why to deal breath? with that. Why is your breath smell of alcohol? Well, there was this drunk person who fainted and had to perform mouth to mouth. That's why. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, four, you got a free six pack with every case of diapers. That's a hell of a promotion. They should do that. Uh, but speaking mm. of, this is a nice segue to our opening topic All right. uh, of new new fathers and new. Uh, Kevin Hart has a new movie mm. out on Netflix, The Flicks of Net, okay. um, called Fatherhood. Have you had a? Mm. I know you're a movie guy. Have you had a chance? I know you have busy schedule with your movies. Have you had a chance to check this one out yet? No, I I really have no no expectations to see it either. I like the Kevin Hart. I like Kevin Hart's comedy. I like Kevin Hart movies. I even like I love Kevin Hart's work work ethic, man. But this is that movie about the it's hard being a single parent, especially a single father. But because I'm a father now, I'm a complete retard. Uh, you know, uh, all, all, 
we're in a world today where stay-at-home dads are very common, and I, I've known plenty of them. And you know what? They they never panic like in the movies. They've done all the training already. Like they're they're all pretty level-headed. But every time a movie like this comes up, the panic. Uh, he 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 blinked for one second, and the baby's gone, and it's about to like dive into the into the garbage disposal. Um, Little things like that. He puts the diaper on his on the baby's forehead instead of its ass. It's you know little comedy bits like that. Am I am I correct here, Mike? Did any of these things happen so far? I think you're a little bit wrong. Okay, I'm afraid. Yeah, All right, I think happy to I, do that. I, I think you've taken, and I don't blame you, but I think you've taken the fact that it's a Kevin Hart movie and thinking it's going to be like a slapstick comedy movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are comedy bits in it, but. Wow, this is far, far from your like okay. LMAO uh, comedy. Now I feel bad that I might spoil it because. So, yes, by the way, spoilers ahead if you haven't watched Fatherhood yet and you're listening to this or watching this, fast forward to I don't know when, but we're going to be talking about it. So, basically, I'm thinking similar to what you're thinking. Oh, Kevin Hart movie. Get ready to laugh my ass off. Here it comes. Mm -hmm. And then literally like the opening, pretty much the opening, not, I wouldn't say scene, but the opening, I guess, act of the movie, mm -hmm. you find out that he's a single father because the opening wife, scene is him at his wife's funeral. Mm -hmm. And so his wife dies shortly after, due to complications after giving birth. And mm -hmm. suddenly you're in this like, oh shit, this got heavy real fucking quick. So, yeah, so he then becomes a, a single father, literally from the get-go. And then there's like this struggle between his mother-in-law because she wants to take the baby because she doesn't think he'll be able to take care of it. And then okay. it does it does progress into, not again, not slapstick comedy, but there are funny bits. But it just it's the way you think it's going to go from there where he struggles, but then he becomes a better father and he grows up and find someone else and everyone lives happily ever after. Is, so, is there a, a, a girl in the middle? Uh, the, he, he thinks he might have found the one and then she's like, you got to choose me, your child or me. And, he's, no, and then he just goes like, obviously I'm choosing my child, you crazy woman, leave me alone. No, it doesn't go that deep. But okay. yeah, so he, meet, he meets someone and then very early on he's like, hey, I really like you, but I, what I want to make sure it's very clear that my daughter comes first and blah, blah, blah. And then, so there's a, a scene where it will, because obviously every movie like this, whether it's about this or anything pretty much, there's always the struggle at the beginning and then, oh, it looks like everything's happening very nice. And then something happens where like the new couple argue and they split up or so, and then there's a down again and then it's back up again at the end, right? That's pretty mm -hmm. much the roller coaster of every movie. So what happens here is that whilst Kevin Hart, I guess for the first time, is over at his new girlfriend's place making whoopee uh, while his kid's at school. But then his kid has an accident, cuts her head open, and gets taken to the uh. hospital. The school tries to contact him, but his phone's on silent because he's in bed. <laughs> and then he flips out because, you know, and if he, he had to go to the hospital to his kid, and it's the same hospital that his wife died in. And so he's like freaking out, blah, blah, blah. And then here, yeah, they have an argument. Like, basically, like, this wouldn't have happened if I wasn't doing that, blah, 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 blah. And they split up. Second act conflict. Second act conflict. 
But then, long story short, his daughter's like, I miss her, blah, 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 blah. And they all get back okay. together again at the end. Oh, so we spent one... some time with uh, him and this child, like, years she develops to, like, where she's finally, like, talking like a little person, right? Yeah, I, they, ne- they never really specified, but if I had to guess, I would say you progress from newborn to, I would say, me, like, six or seven years old. Okay, right Obviously, all the other characters don't age at all, mm-hmm. hey, miraculously. Hey, hey. But the child Sometimes the trick is just to wake up looking like you're 40. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was like, so there's yeah. one thing I do before, I guess you have your Q&A session. There is one very weird section in it, right? So, oh, I think I can't remember if it was their first day or something like that. Maybe it is. But he, like a gentleman, he walks her back to her apartment and they're talking at the, her steps. And then he says, I'm going to kiss you now. Is, this, is that okay? And then she replies, would you like me to take my false teeth out? <laughs> and he's like, no. Cause See, then that's the common hard comedy I do want. All right. What about, then he says, no, I'll keep him in because then if I'm a bad kisser, I can blame him on your false teeth. All right. And I'm just sitting there. Think, right, okay. There was no mention before whether she has false teeth or not. So I'm going to assume that was her idea of a joke mm-hmm. in the, the universe that is fatherhood. Okay. But it's like, that's a terrible joke to make on a first date because mm-hmm. that's one of those types of jokes where you're like, I haven't, are you serious? I don't know if you're serious. I don't know if that's a joke because I don't know you enough. <laughs> So I have to assume that you're being serious, and then when they say, no, I'm only joking, ha, 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 you, well, I, how was I supposed to know that? I don't know you. It's, it's the average test in the, in the mating ritual of the, of the female species. She, you know, she, she wants to see how you react, Mike. But I guess stereotypically... Can you love this, can you love this woman with false teeth, Mike? The answer is no, because you were shallow. But that's okay, I still love you, buddy. But I guess it's in the stereotype of men and women... I guess the women can make that kind of joke and get away with it because if he's in the mindset, nothing's really going to take him out of that. I might take that joke next time and see what happens myself. Sure. Do it. I dare you. I'll let you know what happens if I do. Looking forward to that episode. So you got any que- you got any questions, thoughts about this movie? Are you going to have I now yeah, convinced you to maybe check it out? Yeah, I might check it out. Uh, it's not going to happen right away. But it sounds like Kevin Hart's really going for the drama in this one. Can you tell me, is it is it better than the movie he did with Brian Cranston a couple years ago? Because that one, I honestly felt like, oh, Kevin Hart's trying to trying to get that that Oscar nomination at least because he, he was swinging for the fences on it. And it was only, only because, one, that movie was connected to Weinstein just as he got Me Too'd. Mm. And then I think... I think Kev might have had a little altercation himself with something. Um, and then it got pushed to a January release, which is usually death. So, however, it was still a pleasant film, and I, I thought it was very well done. But yeah, no one no one gave a shit about it after all those details. See, if I, that's a kind of a, a very layered question because. I'm sorry, my bad. No, 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 no. But is, like, is it better 
I is would, it better? Is it on par? Is it, you know, like uh, I would say personally, I out of the two, I enjoyed both movies very much. I would, mm-hmm. pro- I would probably. Do you I remember think, the name of the movie though? Because I don't. Oh, it, and yes. You, um, I remember the, I remember the poster. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. So you don't remember the name of the movie. So therefore, that's that's our review of that movie. Well, I was gonna say but, this. I I pref- out of the two, I probably prefer this one, mm-hmm. Fatherhood slightly more. But yeah, if we're talking fresher. about if we're talking about award nominations and things like that, I just just because of maybe the kind of film it is and who else is in it, I would probably say the Brian Cranston movie probably had a was better in that sense mm-hmm. of a possibly award winning. Uh, but now I need to look it up. <laughs> because that's going to annoy me. Because I know oh. it was a, a, a remake of a French movie. That's, that's right. What I know. And, and I understood yeah. that the French movie had a had a the real life story is it was a Muslim gentleman, and then France was all like, well, maybe we don't do that. And so they, they they got this pleasant French black actor, and then that somehow translated into Kevin Hart in America. The upside. The upside. Based on the Untouchables. For some reason, I Less thought the ups- Untouchables. I don't know why, but because of the title, I the I mean, you don't have to believe me, but the the title Upside popped into my mm-hmm. head. But for some reason, I don't know why. When I was thinking the Upside, oh no, that sounds like a football movie. That sounds like a. That's the Blind Side. There, okay. So I. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's, that's yeah, I totally too. understand why you say that. Yeah, that's the blind so, yeah, side. That's, that's yeah. why. Sort of... Kevin but... Hart is an overachiever, man, and I would not be surprised if within the next five years we we're talking about him getting him being nominated for for an Oscar for something. That, I, I'm calling I, that calling that shot now. Five years. I could see him being one of those types of actors because of the movie. His unless I would like to think I'm going to be wrong that. I could see him because of the type of actor he is. And I think at this point he has, even if he does different roles, I think he's, he's in a segment now. He's in a typecast ish situation. So I imagine he's either going to be one of two things. He's either going to be nominated for like a best supporting actor role sure. when someone that. else. Or I, I wouldn't be shocked down, further down the road because of, again, like I said, the work he puts in, the amount of stuff he puts out. I could see him before he even gets anything related to a best actor or a best um, supporting actor. If he gets like one of those like lifetime achievement awards or something like that before he gets anything like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a bold I, I prediction. Guess... It feels like a disappointing prediction. Like that's that's the last that's the last case scenario. Like uh, there's an actor named Wes Studi. You, you've seen you've seen him in a bunch of movies. Uh, I'll say the the one you'll probably recognize him for the most is Street Fighter, where he played uh, Sagat. Um, mm-hmm. However, hell of an actor has done way better stuff than that film. But he he's only got an Oscar because he finally got his Lifetime Achievement Award, as opposed to. Um, uh, whatever movie he did three years ago uh, with Christian Bale that's escaping me right now. Great fucking movie. Don't remember the name. <laughs> we are but, 
on fire tonight. We are on fire, sir. That's why I'm wearing all red. I thought you knew. Um, but yeah, Kevin Hartman. For those I think... listening to this podcast, Kush is wearing all red. I can confirm. And I'm right. kind of wearing blue, so it kind of we we even each other out wonderfully. Outstanding. Yeah, like I think the only person that might work like harder than Kevin party. Hart is uh, is The Rock, but that guy's got two uh, two extra feet on top of Kevin Hart, so Kevin Hart has to gets to win that contest anyways. In both directions. Yeah. There so you go. Like two two feet more, and then you saw. Oh, right. Yeah, good call. Good call. Yeah, the, <laughs> Kevin Hart could unzip done. the rock and step into him and use the rock as a mech suit, like in Aliens. Or, like, the rock is when, like, when you, that, where you get your friend and you stand on his, sit on his shoulders and you put the coat to make oh. yourself look like an adult. Right, Maybe right, that right. is what the rock is to Kevin Hart. Like Kevin Hart's well, sitting if, on someone if, else's shoulders and he's got a suit on. I mean, in, in that one situation, The Rock could actually drape Kevin Hart over his shoulders like a mink, but then put the coat over so it just looks like he doesn't have a neck, which would be debatable anyways because of how big he already is. And that's how, how that's how they would sneak into a movie to see Fast 9 this Friday. I would love to see that happen. <laughs> the Rock and Kevin Hart sneaking into Fast 9. Or F9, whatever the fuck it's called. Call it's all the same, man. It's all the same. Um, speaking of blindside, that's about football, which is mm-hmm. a sport which sport is, of kings. Which is played in college Segway. So next obviously so I sent you to the high court in the grand old US of A has released a ruling I believe yesterday it came out. So the Supreme... So I'm going to read a little bit, the first bit. Please. Uh, which is, I think it's going to have huge ramifications moving forward. It's very exciting. Uh, I have many questions. So the Supreme Court of the United States unanimously affirmed a ruling Monday that provides for an un, sorry an incremental increase in how college athletes can be compensated and also opens the door for future legal challenges that could deal a much more significant blow in the NCAA's current business model. Basically, the decision allows schools to provide their athletes with an unlimited compensation as long as it's some way connected to their education. Mm-hmm. So I think, one, this is going to be, in the grand scheme of things, I think this is relatively small now, but I think this is going to set a precedent for future where I think the landscape for college athletes and college sports is going to change drastically uh, moving forward. For those who are listening or watching who don't necessarily know, college sports makes a shit ton of money uh, yeah. for colleges uh, in America, but college athletes don't get paid a single penny for that. Because I guess and the their, their images is, and their likenesses get used all the time, especially in video games. Now it's it's right. kind of it's very exploitive. Yeah. So the argument the on one way. hand is that what's the what's the what's the good way of being exploited? You get paid for it. I guess you, anyway. you've agreed to, you've agreed to exchange money for to be on that poster to have someone buy your jersey to be. 
to be ha to have your likeness in the next uh, video game. So, so the argument apparently being is to keep the, the is it pure and all that BS is that college athletes are obviously, well, obviously college in general in the United States costs a lot of money to go to. So mm -hmm. obviously these college athletes get a scholarship so they don't pay anything for their education and their arguments as mm -hmm. well. Okay. The amount of money they're saving is technically payment, I guess, for what they're doing. However, really, I mean, what, what's even on the upside? What is college tuition? Like a few hundred thousand? I mean, it depends on where you go. And um, I, I couldn't tell you, Mike, I don't even remember what my college tuition was. But it, it gets deeper than that, dude. Like, not only do these guys not get paid, again, to have all the... Before video games, it was maybe a poster, it was maybe a t-shirt, and, and that, that was about it. And the hope was you're going to get drafted to, like, the Dallas Cowboys, and then you're going to make all this money because of that, okay? And then that's, that's, that's how the colleges were getting away with it. But then they were doing other shady shit where, like, you, Mike Fish, you're, you're a defensive tackle, and you are not allowed to get a part-time job in the offseason. You can't work at Wendy's. You can't get a paper route. eBay, fuck that noise. You can't. You cannot collect one red cent as long as you're a student in anything. And then it's just like, how do you live like that? You're 18 years old. You're 18 to 21 years old. You need to eat. You need to fucking buy water. You need to buy books. Like, there's clothes on your back. There's so many factors that went that go into this decision that make it so important. And I just want to know, like, how much are students going to start making now? Like, what's the cap? Like, you can't have, you can't have contract negotiations because that's, that's definitely a recruiting, an extra recruiting tactic. But they've already been recruiting. I, I so many variables in this. But the important thing is that now college college students can can finally make a living, doing what they love. Well, yeah. So right now it says looks like it's uncapped. What the what does they can earn, but the catch is it. See, I don't know how this. So it says, it in some way, has to be connected to their education. So I don't know. I think they the still have a ways is. to go on this ruling, uh, as far as like what people in and all that royalty payments, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, my question is, are there going to be back payments? Like our, our former graduates. Are guys who got injured and had their career killed before they ever went on to the pros, are they going to get compensation for that now? That's what I'm also interested in hearing about. Because um, well, that was an idea I kind of had. Well, they're like kind of the best way. Because what you don't, because I think college athletes, for what they put themselves through and the amount of money that these schools earn through their work, there should definitely be some way of compensating them for that. No, like, mm -hmm. no doubt about it. But obviously, yeah, what you don't want is 18 to 21-year-olds who are still, at the end of the day, still in education, they're still in school, they're still learning, blah, 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 blah. What you don't want them is to be earning hundreds of thousands of dollars because I remember what I was like at that age. You're just going to become an idiot and do stupid shit. Well, in, in so theory, was, most of them are still idiots, unfortunately. But Yeah, but so I thought maybe like the middle ground would be... and. What you, let me know what you think of my idea. Please. Is that each player 
gets like you say like almost like a a college retirement fund or a what is it called a hedge a fund or something something like that. and so basically what happens something. is if let's just say you're a football player mm-hmm. and you're now eligible for the NFL draft but you go undrafted and then mm-hmm. so it's now it's well good luck i think those players that don't get drafted to a professional team then that fund gets released and they go okay so this you have enough money to keep yourself going for the next few years until you come back to the real world and get yourself a job and a career and blah 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 blah. something like sounds very prisonish but uh, you know i I think they can get paid a little sooner than than after graduation um again like or at least yeah paid something so they can off season they can actually enjoy themselves there's been so much scandalous shit going on with this like guys have been kicked off off their various teams for such small stuff like accepting a suit to go to a friend's wedding or or like a, a booster just placed 50 bucks in their pocket and they didn't know it, but the wrong person saw it and they got expelled for that like so many wrongs have been committed under this rule of you can't pay a student anything while we're going to just exploit the hell out of them and make all the money um yeah this is this is great news if you're a, if you're a college athlete right now and i hope it's better news if you were one once upon a time well, i think it's i think it's good news i wouldn't say it's great news just yet but it's a start it's a start for something in the right direction yeah definitely uh got, what's the, um there's something interesting point in the in the article i was reading where i guess the people that were do like put in the case against the NCAA, where mm. like, I guess their argument is like how people prefer to see pure athletes and honest athletes, not people who are in it for the money and all that BS. And the the Kavanaugh was quoted as said, "All of the restaurants in a region cannot come together and cut cooks' wages in the theory that customers prefer to eat food from low-paid cooks." Law firms cannot conspire to cabin lawyers' salaries in the name of providing legal services out of the love of the law. Hospitals cannot agree to cap nurses' income in order to create a purer form of helping the sick. So, yeah. Yeah. No, mm. they can't. Stick it to they, the they've, they've been getting away with murder for a long time. The, the 115 years. 115 yeah. years. This whole bullshit's yeah. been going on. I'd say the the most they've been guilty of it though is just like the last forty. Again, when, oh, once yeah. once we got video games and multimedia involved and everything, and that's huge TV rights. The te- so I've I've worked a couple of college games, man, and there's oh, there's so still the money problem, man. in those. You're part of the problem. No, not at all. <laughs> but like, there's still still two production trucks, and then there's a satellite dish that you got to uh, have delivered in from wherever. You know, and then there's still a whole team of people that have to wire the building for sound and video and all that nonsense. And that was just a game in November that had zero members of an audience. It's it's one of the weirdest experiences I've I've had. But yeah, it's there's still a lot of money just in college broadcast, and and it's you know, man, I understand like pride like that's the school i used to go to or that's the school i'm currently going to i understand like these are the future stars 
of the NFL. I, I want to see who's going to go on to be the greatest after this. And then there are people who've never even seen the food court. And I, I don't, I just don't understand the appeal for those people behind college sports. Like, again, there's a lot of money involved. Those tickets aren't cheap uh, if you could go to the game. How much are they? 40, 50 bucks nosebleeds. I don't, I mean, Jesus. They're, uh, again, it depends on the school. I, I would say Cal Berkeley, probably pretty pricey. Stanford, a lot of weird money in Stanford. Just walking through the parking lot. Yeah. But yeah, people go wild. I, I guess, see, my theory is that it's something to do with the fact that major sports like NFL, NBA, and all that stuff. They have the franchise system, so obviously not everyone in America has their local big team. Mm-hmm. And so, what's the best next thing? My college team, I guess. They're the my local sports team, so everyone rallies behind them, I guess. Okay. I'm not. I mean, I'm okay. not saying that's the only reason why it's huge, but I think that definitely helps. <laughs> It's the only explanation I've heard so far. When I when I've dropped that on other people, they're like, "Yeah, that is a good point. Why do those people care?" No, you gave me an answer finally. But obviously, <laughs> around here we have we got the New York Giants, New York Jets. I guess the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. are pretty relatively local. Uh, Your tri-state area is pretty wealthy with professional sports, man. Yeah. Yeah. So for that reason, I have no idea what my closest college team is. No idea. New Jersey, um, like Princeton. Rutgers, I want to say Rutgers. Rutgers is that a college team? I don't know. That could be a college team. I'm sure they have See? a team. <laughs> no idea. No idea. But so that's my theory. I mean, to be fair, though, obviously I'm an English person who has only been living here for five years, so I'm probably not the best. You've got a very unique perspective on stuff, man. That's why I'm excited to do the waffle box with you, dude. Like, there are questions I want to ask you about. Um, off topic, we just, uh, here in the United States, we just had a brand new federal holiday. I couldn't tell you how long it's been since the last one was indoctrinated or what the last one was. But uh, Juneteenth is now a celebration. And yeah. based on last year's June 19th, I was like, for, for a minute, I was like, things are... Things are relatively quiet, a little too quiet. And then finally, like 1130 mortars are going off over my roof. Um, <laughs> well, this would be an average Friday for you. It could be an average Friday. Also, we have uh, July 4th, you, America's Independence Day right around the corner. So fireworks around this time of year at any day of the week isn't isn't impossible. Um, I just don't like mortars going off over my roof. But the question I'm I'm building to is: Does the UK have anything that involves explosives? Like, yeah, I I don't know what you, your Independence Day would be, but do you have something similar to that? Well, no, we don't have an Independence Day because everyone It'd be weird if you did. Everyone who celebrates their Independence Day is celebrating their independence from us, so mm-hmm. we're good for that. But I guess the closest thing to that is our Guy Fawkes Night. The okay. 5th of November, where obviously gotcha. you remember... Isn't that a French guy, though? Well, so I, actually, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, actually. I, but okay. basically, he, for those that don't know who Guy Fawkes is, he was a revolutionary guy in the 
and he tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament in London. And one of his crew, I guess, got cold feet, grassed him up. And so he got arrested and executed. And depending on which side you're on, I guess, or what kind of ideologies you hold, 5th of November is either to celebrate the fact that he was unsuccessful and he got caught, or that you kind of celebrate the whole idea of the revolution against the man. But yeah, so fireworks get shut up for that. Where do you guys get your fireworks from? So we get ours from, from Mexico and Chinatown. But where do you get yours from? Shop, <laughs> just just a shop. Like you can just go 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 to the uh, the uh, oh fuck, I forgot the name of the store. But you can just go to the grocery store and there are fireworks there. Yeah, that's amazing. But they only I have to try to remember. Maybe look it up. But there are laws in the UK that so any like, like a grocery store so i don't know what you've got in california but we're like, here in new jersey we've got like shop right and stop and shop and things like that mm-hmm. so that kind of thing yeah they would where you could buy your groceries you could buy your food and stuff like that you could also buy fireworks but you can only i'm pretty sure they can only sell them between two dates so you can't buy them all year round and you can only set them off after a certain time um, so I, yeah, I can't remember the exact because it's been a while, but oh. yeah, it's pretty easy to get. And then, but same well, as look. same as like fifth of November is the big date, but as you can imagine, fireworks are going off like solidly for like a week before and a week after. Okay, it's yeah, pretty, that's what I would imagine. It's yeah. Pretty annoying. Well, let, let's let's clarify fireworks. So here in California, you can buy quote unquote fireworks, but it's safe and sane. So it's it's maybe. Little sparklers, um, the, those pop pop things that they're just little balls of made out of rice paper, and I don't know what explodes in it, but you toss on the ground and it goes pop. The end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can buy a little little confetti gun like that, and hey, Ooh. but like that's as sexy as it gets when you're you're buying stuff at the grocery store. You have to like know a guy who knows a guy that's going to meet you in a parking lot to to get the shit that was flying over my house on Saturday night. Um, like, so, so is that what we're talking about it, over there? Like, what, what, what is the ex- what's the what's the limit that you can get at the grocery store there? I don't know. Ones that you stick in the ground, light the fuse, run away, and it goes bottle rocket. Shoots, okay, shoots up in the sky and okay, that's so, definitely stronger than what you can get at our grocery store. You yeah, you can get to meet pretty guy. big ones. Uh, but the best bets are. Yeah, I think you have to be a professional licensed person to get the real big motherfuckers. So it's normally best to go to like a fireworks, a professional fireworks display because they're just going to be better than sitting in someone's backyard watching one go off, bang, and then waiting mm-hmm. two minutes for him to set the next one off. And it's like, hmm. you know, my biggest problem with that whole mortar attack was literally the. Again, we're worried about fires and all that nonsense. Literally right across the street, just just south, this this direction right here, there's an empty lot. And and the, the house across the street from me is technically like three blocks away. I can still see it, but like if, if someone was just in that little area and they, 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 they kept 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 their mortar south, I'd have had zero problem with the whole thing. 
But at, at that point, I'm like, uh, do I need to get the fire extinguisher ready? Like, uh, and we, we never got to that level. But it's nice. Yeah. More, more to come. Fire. More to come. Yeah. Fourth of July is still another ten days, and then and then the aftermath of well, we didn't use all these on the Fourth of July, so might as well use them on the eighth. Why not? Because the Fourth of July this year falls on a Sunday, if I believe. Mm. So I'm sure you get sorry. the uh, although sure the federal the holiday. No, so so in those situations, Mike, the the federal holiday falls on the Monday. If uh, yeah, so Fourth of July is on Sunday, then you get Monday off still. No, but what I'm saying is that you'll get people that will use the excuse of, well, I didn't want to do my my party on the day before, so I'm going to use my fireworks the weekend after. So you're going to have like an extended period. Well. I hear what you're doing saying. Their fireworks on like July 10th or something. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, uh, you'll be surprised. You go to these uh, these events and there you cut. You still come home with fireworks. Well, you you won't set them all off. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I've, I've just put them all in a big pile, and shoot them off at the same time. I want to go to bed. Okay. Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, next story. How did we get the fireworks, by the way? We went from um, birth NCAA. Well, yeah, we went full circle. Um, so have you ever, Kush, wanted to be like, do you know what? I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this, the world that I'm living in. I just want to escape to a simpler life. Mm-hmm. So there was this guy who in 1989, his name was Mauro Morandi. And so apparently in 1989, he was, uh, where, what was his exact, he was quite fed up with a lot of things about our society, consumerism, and the political situation in Italy. So this (laughs) dude decides that he's going to leave his home and he just rocks up to this island called um, do, 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 do. where are I just saw it it's uh, Budeli Budeli is just off the shore of northern Sardinia in it, near Italy for those that don't mm-hmm. know and it's like a mile square island tiny little island and mm-hmm. so he just went there and apparently there's like an island guardian who just there, I guess, to make sure you know, nothing, I don't know, nothing happens, I guess. And mm. he was retiring, so he decided, oh, I'm just going to stay here. And he just lived on the island on his own okay. for 32 years. What the hell? Like, <laughs> it's pretty so incredible. Much- like, but apparently he became like almost his tourist thing because people would go visit the island and he would just rock up and meet him and give him a tour. That seems like the exact opposite of what he would want. Ugh. Yeah. Like, so I couldn't do that. I no. like civilization. I don't like people, but I got to interact with people anyways, man. Like you still have your friends. You still have your family. You still have your loved ones. Like you want to still keep in communication with them. 
You still want to go to the grocery store when you can. You don't want to have to take a boat just to like get get a get a packet of ding dongs, all right, or a pack of smokes or anything like that. I um, I missed the part where this was actually a job of his. I I literally thought he just he he, he threw caution to the wind, said fuck the man. No, no, it's like, like, no, it's, it wasn't. It wasn't a job. Oh, he just he was just wanted to be nice. I guess he wasn't taking any money. He was like when people would just go in their boats and land mm-hmm. at this cool looking island. He would just rock up yeah. and go, oh hey, what are you doing? And they were, oh no, we just saw it. and he was oh cool yeah, let me talk, show you around the island. So he wasn't like yeah, he wasn't being paid or anything to to be the tour guide of this island. He was just mm-hmm. living there and he would just be nice whenever someone else would rock up. But he just oh, okay. lived there for thirty two years. Well, one of the one of the big words I saw in that article was the the owner of the island, and it didn't say it was a corporation. It didn't even name a name. But what I thought was weird is this is a private island, yet for some reason the Italian government's involved in evicting him. Finally, yeah, because they were upset. Because he made apparently so there was a an a hut. It's like a former radio station that dated back to World War Two. That was housed mm-hmm. in this tiny little hut, and apparently their big issues was that he made alterations to it. I guess. Which is like Christ. Still, I, I think they just wanted to evict him. Like, lame. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. literally, like, no one, no one officially lives on this island. No mm-hmm. one. There's no. It's not like he's disrupting any businesses or anything like that. Dude's eighty-two years old. Mm-hmm. Just let him. Just let him live. Like you've left him there for thirty-two years. He's let eighty-two. Him live the rest of his life. He's becoming inconvenient and uns- most likely unstable as far as they're concerned. And they want people to go to that property. They probably want to build a house on it and like do some sort of Airbnb type thing. And that's that's why they're evicting him. Probably. Unless he's just become a crazy old man. It's like whenever someone could tol- could tol- gets up to the island, he's like, he, just, he just runs out of the bushes naked throwing cats at them or something. <laughs> Where's he getting all these cats on this Italian island? What the fuck? He's importing them from Rome, of course, because God. Stupid. Stupido. I don't know why I'm when I do an impression of this 82-year-old Italian man, for some reason I sound like a Southern American. <laughs> get off my yard, you. You get, I, cats. I think it's... You get the cats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the impression is, but I like it anyways. So yeah, that's a, it's it's a shame. I hope he has somewhere to go. It's that it, obviously he does not because he's been isolated for thirty two years. So, um, well, however, so he, he said- another thing I noticed in that article is he made a post on Facebook. So somehow he was getting Wi Fi. Um, so he he's not he hasn't been that completely isolated this time whole time. Oh, I missed that. Mm-hmm. Where did I miss that? So so he Just was wait, it's at the bottom. He was sick of consumerism, mm-hmm. but he had a Facebook account. He has a Facebook account, which means he either has a computer and or a mobile device. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm looking at this. Where is he? I, don't know, I think you're making this up. I hope not. But my name is Kush Hayes, so I, I might have just inserted that memory into the Matrix. It just said 
But on Sunday, Mr. Moroni announced his decision to leave, telling the Guardian newspaper that he would move to a small flat on a nearby island. My life won't change too much. I'll still see the sea. Nothing about Facebook. Why are you trying to... Positive. Positive there's a Facebook account involved in this. Why are you trying to disparage the good name of Maro Morandi? We didn't do anything to you. Oh, I apologize to Maro Morandi. I apologize to his descendants, as, as to his offspring. My, uh, my serious condolences and apologies. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. So it's, it's right at the beginning. How did I miss it? I will leave hoping that the future... <laughs> The future Budeli will be protected as I have protected the first two years, he wrote on Facebook on Sunday. So, but the, but the way, okay, middle ground. So I think the way that's worded is it doesn't say he was sitting on the island for 32 years flicking through Instagram or Facebook. It looks like... Of course not. He had a Facebook game once he left. So it's post-island. Post-island life. Really? That's not one of the first things I'm doing when I'm... I'm entering society is making a facebook profile like he had that well, i don't know he, he, if you've been if you've been like in isolation for 32 years like so he started mm -hmm. living there in the 80s and facebook's been a thing for when, almost 20 years now yeah the 80s was nearly 40 years ago what's your point mm -hmm. anyway no my point is that i i wouldn't be shocked if i mean i'm you said one again, one of those situations like with the bear and the dog. You never know what you're going to do until you're in that situation. But I wouldn't be mm. shocked if, after you know, 32 years in isolation, he goes, Tell me about this world now. And so I go, Oh, we've got this really cool thing that connects everyone in the whole wide world called Facebook. And he's, Oh, let me get on that shit. Well, yeah, it's, not, it's definitely not mentioned in the article, but two things are definitely apparent. Like he's he's not living off the land. So that means he he's taken he's boating back to the island. He's he's making grocery trips. Okay, he's he's getting stuff when he needs it. And the people again who own this island, whoever they are, they know who he is. So the, those two parties have had contact. Um, that's all I'm saying. Like there's at some point Wi-Fi has been a part of his island, and he he's he's got access to technology. He just. Hates bullshit. People, people, motherfucker. I was, I was driving home one night, and this dude was giving me a thing about like fuck technology and Silicon Valley and blah blah blah, and the rents going up. And then we got to my house, and he said, "Thank you for driving Uber," and I got out of the car and I left. Okay, that's a true story. It, it, like I had to stop. It was like, hey man, this isn't supposed to be your full time job. This this app was dedicated for you to like. Oh, I'm gonna go to the grocery store. Oh, hey, someone needs a ride home. I'll take five bucks for that. And that's supposed to be your day. You weren't supposed to be doing 10-hour days in your Uber car. You know, you you made that mistake. You don't have to do this. Uh, that, that was my side tangent, excuse me. But yeah, maybe he, maybe he was sitting there on the island with his most up-to-date iPhone. Just Not impossible. Living his life in his hammock playing Candy Crush. Mm -hmm. Is Candy Crush still a thing? Is that still the game that everyone plays? I don't know. It, it, I'm sure it's still a thing, but I doubt it's it's at its peak anymore. I never downloaded it. That's the one thing I never downloaded. I, I have Among Us for some reason, but I never downloaded Candy Crush. I downloaded Among Us. I think I played one game of it, and then, like, this is stupid. I got rid of it. <laughs> 
I, I definitely played more than a dozen. Um, BT dub, it's way more fun to be the murderer than it is to be the, the guy just running around trying to solve problems. But, but there, there's, no, there's no skill to it. That's what annoyed me. It was just random guessing. You know, no, there's stealthiness to it. You you have to make sure that you don't get caught. You have to make sure that they they think it's someone else who's the murderer. That's 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 where the skill comes into. I don't know. We'll just we'll agree to disagree. It's not a perfect game. It's not a perfect game. Don't worry about it. It's not. It's not. Do you know what? It's a perfect game. Uh, uh, Rock Band is a perfect game, actually. Yeah, I don't actually have an answer for that. Well, that's it. Psycho. Do you, uh, are you familiar with there's a YouTube channel? He's a very famous YouTuber. His name is the Completionist. Completionist. I'm just gonna say no. So he, obviously his whole stick is that he obviously reviews video games, but he also talks mm -hmm. about his journey through completing the game like 100%. So does all the main bit and all the side thing. He literally completes every single thing you can do on this video game. Dig it. And he was talking about what it's like the worst ones. To do, and he was like a guitar hero. Where I don't think he ended up completing this game, but because to technically complete the game 100%, you have to. There's like a mode where it plays literally every song in its catalog, and you have to work it 100%, and mm -hmm. you can't pause the game. So, so you have to sit there okay. for over six hours. Over six hours? What? Without. Stopping to take a drink without taking the bathroom break or anything like that. It's like, that's bullshit. Which, yeah, I don't he, think I would. He must be just talking about like the 50 songs that are included in the game because Rock Band has over a thousand songs. It might even have more than that, but it's it's got a wide selection that isn't six hours long. It's like six days long. Um, oh, I don't know. But then this maybe I don't know what they trust were. me. But yeah, he said it like, to do this. Mode. I have three hundred songs in my in my catalog, so that's 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 a lot. Yeah. So is oh oh no maybe maybe it, was, maybe it was rock band. I'm talking about rock band, yes sir. Oh, okay. I don't know, but he definitely whatever it was, he definitely said it was six hours of, of literally continuous play without being able to take a break, and he thought that was. Okay. Not the nicest thing to do for a video game. But. That's his whack-ass rules. He set himself up for that failure. Um, yeah, no, I, I love the game Rock Band. I'm obsessed with it. In fact, uh, my, my sneaking in a plug, this Friday I talked to the creator of Rock Band, uh, the creator of Guitar Hero, Greg Lopiccolo, and we talk about Rock Band. We talk about his life as an actual touring rock and roller. We talk about what his newest project is. A very exciting time. I wish we had, wish we could have done longer than we did. But behind the scenes, secret, I accidentally didn't record three minutes of it. Like it's, it's one of those. It's I, I have hours and hours and hours of, of of publications, and this is the first time I accidentally didn't hit the record button on time. Not a good look. <laughs> did you do it face to face or over Zoom? Over Zoom. Over Zoom. Well, he's no, a, he's uh, closer that's... to you. He's in Massachusetts. Well, then that's on. That's on you because now. Oh, yeah, it's hundred percent on me. Because you should have known once you started the interview that aggressive woman didn't tell you it was. This is now being recorded. <laughs> she, you know, unfortunately, she never comes up on the recording. But yeah, my man is like 
he's answering the first question we gave him. And sure enough, the uh, aggressive fembot is like, this, this is now being recorded over. And it's just like, oh, I'm like, thank God it's, it's only an audio podcast. Cause I had to do this for like a full minute and just, just shake my head and just, just disappointment is, uh, we have to come up with a name for her. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Um, what's the name of the chick in that um that movie with uh damn it. The guy from Star Wars. Isaac o- Oscar Isaac, he did a movie in between Star Wars with with a female AI. Hmm. No idea. It doesn't matter. Whatever, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll table this and come back. To it. We'll come back to it. We'll announce it next week. The new new name for Zoom's passive aggressive recording has now stopped. <laughs> what? Sorry, it's it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's like it's one it's of like, things where she's I like, like, did I give him? The... She's like chilling there, and every time you hit the record button, you're like you're inconveniencing her. Ah, this, this Zoom call is being recorded. Fuck off. But before this guest, Mr. LaPiccolo, I, I had been really good about like warning, warning all, all, all the guests after after your experience with that. I was just like, so yeah, this this is apparently a thing now. I, I'm not telling you because I'm worried about litigation or anything. I'm telling you because this is like offensively in your eardrums. Okay, just so in in five seconds, I'm gonna do the countdown, and sure enough, this recorded. Has started. Like, ah. Yeah, because I remember the, we did what was it episode episode two? I think we recorded that over Zoom. Yes, and even and that was even like the first you, week it happened. Yeah, even though you warned me that it was going to happen, it still still scared the shit out of me. But <laughs> that's why I'm I like doing it over stream. You know? There's no aggressive woman yelling at me to tell me this is being recorded. Streamer has not been kind to us, man. The, the, these past no, it's not been kind then. to you. He doesn't like you for some reason. Have you been hearing the interference that we, we've gotten periodically tonight? Because it's been very apparent to me. No, I think it's just the voices in your head. Oh, Sounds good well, to me. That's not impossible. But I guess we, we do hear things. Podcast listeners, they'll let us know. I guess. Um, I hope so. Tell us, guys, please. We need to hear this stuff. Don't be a dick about it, but do let us know if you hear this stuff. Yeah. So four. let's do that. Let's do the, the plugs. So obviously if you are watching us, all the, the links are on the screen, you can see them. But if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, um, just follow us at Wafflebox Pod. Uh pretty much everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh any link that you need to link is at Wafflebox. All the cool kids are doing it. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that like and the subscribe button. As all smash the that YouTube like button, button. smash that like button, hit that subscribe, give us a thumbs up, uh, share, ring that bell. That. Tell yes, make sure you ring the bell for notifications when new new episodes premiere every Wednesday at twelve o'clock Eastern, eleven o'clock Central, nine o'clock Pacific time, five o'clock GMT. I don't know any that do. That's enough time zones. Uh, but if you do want to follow us, I'm Mr. Mike Fish at Twitter and Instagram. Uh, are you on? Are you on the gram, Kush? 
I am on the gram, but I, it's mostly at Kush and Kai. Uh, that's, and I just try to keep it to like foreign movie posters and any updates of the podcast, Kush and Kai. We, we don't do anything fancy on that. But on the Twitter sphere, you are Kush underscore Hayes, obviously. At Kush underscore Hayes, yeah, baby. Uh, so what have we got to look forward to in our universe? So if you want to, if you're interested in sports, you can check out my other podcast, the Claret and Big Blue podcast, where right now we're just reviewing mainly uh, the Euro Championships and Copa America in the soccer world. Three more episodes until our season finale, where we're taking a short break because there's no NFL, there's no Premier League, so there's not much for us mm. to talk about. So we're going to take a little break in a couple of weeks, but we're still rocking them live. Would you be covering Tuesday. XFL? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Would you be covering XFL if that was currently active and will be again for a third time? Um, yeah, once it... Because I believe, if I recall... I mean, if they keep the same-ish teams, I do believe that see New York had a team and mm. Alex, he's in Houston. I'm pretty sure they had a... Well, definitely, definitely Texas had a team. So, yeah, maybe we could add mm-hmm. that to our little arsenal. Um, mm-hmm. But I know you, so you, you've got a couple of episodes coming up on Cushion Kai and then also the other thing. Tell them, tell them, tell them about it, Cush. What you got coming up? I got a bunch of stuff. There's always new episodes of Cushion Kai, but because of college football tonight, check out Cushion Kai number three. We talk about James Kahn in the program. That's a big college football movie there. Talks lots about the scandals and the politics and et cetera, et cetera, about just trying to play the game in college. Otherwise, uh, again, Microdosis Friday, Greg LaPiccolo, creator of Guitar Hero and Rock Band. We're going to wrap with him for 45 minutes. And then the Kick-Ass Movie Podcast at the end of this month, June 30th, we're talking about Jeff Speakman's The Perfect Weapon with uh, director Len Kabzinski. Lovely, The Perfect Perfect weapon has got to be a, a gun with a silencer on it. It's actually two uh, two knives. One is shiny silver. The other one is uh, black bl- gun metal. And uh, here's what you do. You throw the shiny one over the bad guy. And he's all like, whoa, why is that a shiny knife flying over my head? And then you hit him with a stealth knife. And you're like, oh. And then he well, falls over the catwalk. That's the perfect method to kill him. Because it's technically oh, two weapons. It's two weapons. You're not going to get that past me. It's a gun well, you'll have to just tune in on June 30th to hear the rest about it with me and director Len Kabazinski. We'll be doing that. We'll be doing that. Uh, but until next week, stay safe. Enjoy another Waffle Please. Wednesday. So, again, just give the plugs. If you are listening to this on demand and you're wondering what do these beautiful voices look like, uh, these episodes are also in video form, which you can check out on our YouTube page. Go to wafflebotspod.com. Uh, new episodes in video form premiere live, or well, not live, but you know what I mean. Every Wednesday at 12 o'clock. Uh, so you can join me in the live chat if you do want to say hi. More than welcome to do so. Uh, but until then, stay safe. I haven't got a sign off yet, so I'm just going to steal Jerry Springer's. Look after yourself and each other.